Speaking the truth to the state capitol, this is Drive Time Lincoln with the commander, Jack Riggins, on the voice of Lincoln, 1499.3 KLIN. All right, folks, uh, Monday, March 13th, 2023. I'm your host, Jack Riggins, <laughs> restoring American values and bringing common sense to the capital city. Johnny Cadillac's executive producing the show. Uh, for whatever reason, lately, the giggle comes from the fact that as I go into the introduction, which you just heard in the pre-recorded thing, uh, Johnny stands at attention, and he does it in a way that is better than any sailor I ever had that worked for me. <laughs> and I, I appreciate that, Johnny. That's so incredible to hear. My whole thing is I'm just trying to prevent myself from laughing in any sort of way. But then it breaks you. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, at least it did today. <laughs> well, I, I haven't equated that uh, that's your uh, not to giggle during startup. No, I don't know why you'd be giggling. <laughs> we, but, we, can, uh, we can keep saying it's me standing at attention, because if I'm doing a good job at it, let's keep going. Yeah, it? you do do a good job at it. Uh, folks, it's 33 degrees, feels like 27 winds, uh, 7 miles an hour out of the north. Yeah, slightly west, a little northwest. Uh, Johnny, I know you've got a big, uh, on this Monday, uh, a big announcement or plug for your podcast. Uh, tell us about it. Oh, absolutely. Um, <clears throat> last I checked, it, it just got posted on all the KI and social media sites. Kind of had a snafu with it this morning. Um, and still working to be up on the audio pat- podcast platforms. But on Caddy Chat Wrestling Talk podcast, this last Saturday, I interviewed a pro wrestling legend in the independent wrestling scene and chief at Akua Kua. And honestly, for me, it was probably the most fun interview I've ever conducted. I had so much fun, and I hope anyone who listens to it just has a good time listening. He has some incredible stories on the show. It's one I would highly recommend to anybody. All right, check it out on uh, KLIN.com, correct? Yep, it's, there's a uh, link through KLIN.com can every I week. Say that, can I say his name three times fast? Chief Akua Kua, Chief Akua Kua, <laughs> Chief Akua Kua? Chief Atakua Kua. Okay, Chief Atakua Kua, Atakua Kua, Atakua Kua. There you go. <laughs> nice, that's an awesome name. Yeah, oh, I've always had so much fun doing his ring intro when I'd ring announce for him. That's sweet. Um couple of articles caught my eye today. I think we'll talk about full lines are always open, of course. Rick Stein Recognition Hotline, 402-479-1400. And the text line. Haven't heard from some some of you long-time texters in a while, which probably means a week. Uh, so fill it up. Um, anything military will at least catch my eye as I'm doing a morning read. Um, and this one caught it. Inventions we didn't know were created for the military. Definitely going to go through that. There's about eight of them. Some I knew. Some I thought were funny. The reason I'm bringing it to you is I actually know somebody, served with somebody, I would call him one of my mentors, who created one of these inventions. And at the time, in early 2002, it was fantastic to share an office space with him and let him opine as he was about 20 to 25 years my senior on his history in the U.S. military. And in fact, um, here it is. I mean, 20 years after that, (laughs) I'm reading an article about it, and I go, I know a guy that helped invent that, and it's quite a story, so I'll tell you about that. I'm curious. I really am. I'm so curious as the surge (laughs) now very aggressively of about 
a thousand Venezuelans just rushing the Paso del Norte bridge connecting El Paso, Texas, and Mexico <laughs> occurred, was caught on camera, and obviously authorities kind of had to go into what I call riot control gear. But I guess I'm just, I'd love to know your thoughts. Sometimes I feel like there's only a few of us that constantly raise the alarm about the invasion, literally, the human invasion in the southern border. And, I mean, when you get to a point, folks, where a thousand people are just saying, you know what, I'm rushing it, and, you know, some of us will get through, some of us will be detained, uh, or maybe all of them will get through. I mean, it's kind of a sign of a problem on multiple fronts, right? A problem of where they're coming from. I think that's self-explanatory. But our ability to, A, secure our own border, B, have a efficient and moral righteous um, immigration process that doesn't take months or years. So I've said before, our elected officials have let us down uh, probably in my entire lifetime on this issue, which is we are a country of immigrants. We should welcome immigrants and we should welcome legal immigration and our laws and policies should ensure knowing that and, and most Americans welcoming that diversity need to be redone in such a way that the process is efficient and streamlined and modernized. And heck, I I don't think that's happened uh, since I've been an adult. You know, it's questionable how long I've been an adult, but <laughs> we'll go we'll go uh, we'll go with since I graduated college. <laughs> uh, yeah, and so I pulled up some data from the Pew Research Center. You know, just to cry, get a snapshot. We'll talk about that. Uh, interesting enough, uh, locally here, I mean, there's just more drugs found, more fentanyl, just drugs. I mean, I get it. We all know I-80s, the pipeline. Uh, but to me, it's just a very frustrating thing that, you know, we are, certainly we haven't been ever winning the war on drugs, but this just continues to be daily headlines and you know i just i think it's so sad and, and puts our little area lincoln our county the state uh, and the nation at such a uh, a terrible spot especially for youth on a good note one of the coolest things i've seen going on is uh the four million dollar gift uh from sand hills global for the lincoln youth complex I can't say enough about when either individuals or companies that find great success of which Sandhills Global is and and started from the ground up you know it's a success story for any American not just Nebraskans or Lincolnites but to then turn around and invest cuz they don't have to folks invest in the community invest and and talk with leaders about you know leaving a legacy far beyond Sandhills Global, one of which you know is the Lincoln Youth Complex. And so one of the things I've always noticed is how much 
We really enjoy our sports here. We enjoy our youth sports with, you know, clubs and YMCA and high school and, and middle, you know, all the schools. And it's just really neat that the kids and we have really world-class facilities for them to go to. This will be in addition to that. So I, I just, you know, want to give a shout out to Sandhills Global and the Pede family uh, for doing that here in Lincoln. Johnny, did we have a caller? What they called, but then didn't, didn't like it. What yeah, happened? What happened? I don't know. He, uh, caller, call back. Yes, please. We're, it's the people's platform. We love talking. With callers, he, uh, name is Carl. Carl, if you're still listening, Carl, we'd love to hear please from you. call back. Johnny Cadillac is requesting it, so am I. All right, let's uh, let's hit inventions we didn't know were created for the military. Number one, tampons. Can you believe that? Can you believe that? I guess women in Europe utilized a tampon-like thing, kind of like we're currently used to them, uh, actually in the 18th and 19th century. Um, But before the 1920s, many women used washable pads or rags. That makes sense. And uh, a low-cost substitute was invented during World War I because of the significant demand for alternative bandage and a decline in the cotton manufacturing. So Kimberly, excuse me, Kimberly Clark Company manufactured wood-pulped-based cell cotton under a U.S. government contract, and Red Cross nurses began replacing sanitary napkins with this. So basically using war a military contract and surplus wartime cell cotton the modern day tampon was invented it is so interesting when you talk it doesn't matter in this case we're talking cotton we're talking cell cotton we us all of us alive right now really very few of us understand you know some kind of major impact of a global war and what it could do to food, or in this case, cotton. I mean, to think about that, right? It's like, oh, we've got to find an alternative because we need bandaging. Um, folks, going to go to a caller, but uh, the number two thing, most of you would get this. You should. Duct tape, of course. Duct tape, as we like to say in the military, can hold anything together and uh, is used on about everything i think even to hold a wing on an airplane every once in a while but duct tape the thing that we generally use for our hvac systems and about anything (laughs) just to seal it up for a a while uh yes was created during world war ii um (laughs) and uh you know the general public said we love this stuff, and so it went on to be what you and I know as duct tape with a D-U-C-T, not D-U-K, in the United States military. Interesting. All right, howdy. Welcome to Drive Time Lincoln. Howdy. Howdy. Boy, I tell you, this immigration thing is a disaster, and you can't trust the lying turkey Democrats because they lie through their damn teeth. They told us and promised us back when they scammed Ronald Reagan to allow the illegal immigrants to 
a whole bunch of them to say that we would help close the border and this would never happen again. Well, Shazam, here's old Biden, along with Killer Kennedy, allowed all this to happen. And now we're just being inundated by a flood of illegals. One thing we need to do is have the Supreme Court reverse the thing that says uh, illegal alien kids can go to our schools and start stopping the misuse of our federal uh, funds. This is getting disgusting. My wife came from Mexico. I had to wait nine months after I married her there to get her to come here. And yet these idiots were running across the border thinking they could get a free handout from the Democrats. It's just disgusting. And she she understands why so many Hispanics now are turning to the Republican Party because she's disgusted as well. Yeah. Well, thanks for the call, Howdy. Good thoughts. Good thoughts. Um, howdy. Always hitting it front and center. I mean, he hit on a few things, which I do think a lot of Americans are getting frustrated by it. I, the other thing I would say is I... I, too, question um, legacy and mainstream media coverage of two things over the last two years. Um, you've heard me talk a lot about Ukraine. Where are the war reporters in Ukraine? You know, why isn't this, you know, we're spending so much money there. Why are there not American reporters over there? Uh, you know, why? why is that almost a blackout zone as compared to any other conflict in the last 40 years? Number two, the southern border. Uh, the the coverage has been atrocious. Um, obviously, you know you can cover from this side of the border, I, and and that sadly probably is by design to keep us. It, it, I mean, it makes no sense. I mean, when you just put the litmus test to it, simple litmus test, um, and and so I I hear you there, Howdy. I think you bring up a good point. You know, I do have a major problem with a country that uh, can't necessarily use the tax money in a way uh, first to benefit itself and its people. Um, we know we give a lot out, you know, around the world, uh, but you bring up a good point about even, you know, and I don't know the facts of, you know, illegal aliens going to schools and, and things like this, but I, I think it's safe to say that we do spend a tremendous amount of taxpayers' dollars on illegal people, um, people that aren't citizens, so to speak. And that's part of the reason they come here, because we're willing to do that. That should be reined in. When I talk about modernization and efficiencies um, in our system of immigration, that has to be thought out. Um, sadly, folks... Uh, you really should prioritize as cold as it sounds on Americans and American interests first. And, you know, when you get down uh, to some of these things, go, you know what? You know, this is bleeding us financially. This is bleeding us culturally. We have to do something about it. Modernize, use a, you know, use a year of Congress to figure these things out and, and get the legislation passed because we're always going to have people coming here, but we've gotten ourselves, you know, really into a quagmire and it's not helping as definitely on second segment. I'll go through the numbers um, from the Pew Research Center, which are at a historical all time high down on the southern border. And, and again, that's not fair to Americans. You and me, that's not fair to the people that are trying to come here. And it's. It's a disaster of policy 
that, yes, predates many administrations, but the Biden administration is currently on the top of the hill and has a chance to do something about it. And they don't seem to be. Callers, Johnny, Doug, I will get to you after this break. 1,499.3-KLIN. 14.14. Keeping you moving with time-saver traffic. I'm Chris Lofgren. You're getting the 411 from DTL with Commander Jack Riggins on 1,499.3-KLIN. All right, we're taking it easy here on a Monday, talking about military inventions. I'm not through my list yet. And uh, the southern border, I think that's uh, what all we'll be able to get to today. But let's go to Doug. Welcome to Drive Time, Lincoln. Hello? Hello, Doug. Hey, uh, I know you said you have another li- or you have more list. I got your, a few uh, more. Military. Well, do you have uh, super glue on your list? I do. <laughs> but, uh, you, but you could go through okay. it. Yeah, super glue. You're right. Number well, five for I guess, me. I guess I never, I, I never knew if that was two or not, but I guess now, because I've always heard that was for the Vietnam War, you know, for medics carrying it around or something. Yeah, well, you know, here's the uh, here's the info I got. It, the Genesis date backs to World War II. Um, they were oh, really? looking, they were looking for something to use uh, as gun sites, looking for plastics. Um, but uh, they unintentionally discovered the chemical that came up with super glue. So my guess is you're you're probably right. Uh, it probably That's took it probably took about to the Vietnam War for it to be used in different uh, cases. Exactly. And, and I can tell you to your point, I have used super glue many many times on small wounds. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, absolutely. As a matter of fact, now I'm, I'm definitely glued my fingers together with this stuff. But. Yeah, yeah, for sure. No, I mean a doctor's gonna slap me for saying that, but uh, I'm I'm coming up with a, a a brain stuck. But now there's a cleaner version that you can use that's medical grade. But I'll tell you what, if you're in a pinch, you can absolutely super glue a wound together uh, if it's not too big. Yeah, yeah. If, I'm, if you're gushing blood, yeah. Yeah. I'd rather have that on there than be gushing blood. Yeah, thanks for the call, Doug. Sure. All right. Uh, folks, I probably have to put out the disclaimer. I am not a doctor. <laughs> I am just talking about field survival, you know, last case situation. But I can, in fact, say I have not only super glued animal wounds, but human wounds, and things have turned out fine. It's just one point of reference. Doesn't mean it's right, but uh, super glue has definitely saved bleeders before. Um, and uh, and trips to the hospital, you know, instead of stitches. Happy to say it. 1,499.3-KLIN. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Drive Time Lincoln with the commander, Jack Riggins, on the voice of Lincoln, 1499.3 KLIN. All right, folks, Monday, March 13th, uh, second segment here, still 33 degrees, out, uh, degrees outside. <laughs> 
Winds six miles an hour out of the north northwest. Johnny and I are here moving along, talking about uh, things you didn't know were invented in the military. Uh, articles like that always catch me. And uh, we're getting there. We're talking a little bit about the border, some of the data out there. Uh, Howdy's already called in and had a strong opinion on it. I will say that I am shocked by legacy and and major media in their coverage over the last couple of years, both of lack of coverage of Ukraine and lack of coverage of the southern border numbers, uh, certainly with uh, Republicans in control of uh, the Congress right now, more and more starting to come out, more and more people are being called to testify. Uh, but nonetheless, I mean, we're we're setting all kinds of records, and uh, we'll go through some of them here in the second segment. I assume Johnny uh, wants to talk about how great immigration is, and since this is the people's platform, we'll absolutely give him the vine. Welcome back, Johnny, to Drive Time Lincoln. Hey, thank you for taking my call. I always do. I, I I don't think I want to talk about how great immigration is. I just kind of want to point out something about it that just it kind of caught my attention. Okay. I was watching, I was watching CNN the other day, uh-huh. and they had, they had an expert on talking about why young men aren't dating anymore. And it was, you know, all this stuff about, well, they don't have enough money. They don't, you know, all, all dating or half of dating is online now. And it just just all these reasons. And then. They brought up the reasons why why people should be concerned, why this is so concerning, why young men aren't dating. And they said, well, the government is afraid that, that uh, we don't want to wind up like Japan or Italy where our population starts to dwindle, you know, where we don't, where we can't produce enough people, where the population just drops. Okay. And I thought, well, this is exactly why our government has no problem letting people come over the border. It's because they don't want our population to drop. They want to keep raking in the tax dollars. So it's just a thought. I'm uh, not really for or against uh, illegal immigration or whatever. I don't really care so much. But I was just thinking about that. And I think that that's why our politicians, this just seems like a big show to me. Like one side says we don't want them here and the other side says, oh, we're fine with it. Uh, well, what's interesting is both sides absolutely have done a terrible job of modernizing and uh, getting the uh, immigration system uh, in check, right? I mean, that that isn't on one side or the other. I mean, 20, 30 years, they've just done a terrible job of making it so that people can legally immigrate here um, and, and, and it be efficient and not affect them poorly or the American citizen poorly. Maybe maybe they're just doing a good job keeping the population up. Well, I, it, I guess that's one way to look at it. I don't know. Well, it, to your Thanks for taking my call. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Um Johnny didn't want to opine a little more. I was trying to get him to opine a little bit more, but that's okay. Um, he brings up, you know, an interesting point, right? Which is, you know, there are a lot of people out there, especially with COVID, right? There's tons of conspiracies. Some people, uh, right, think not having children uh, and keeping up the population uh, is a potential detriment to society and then there's other people that believe uh, we need to reduce the number of people on this planet so to speak uh what johnny's referring to uh, specifically is just uh, the u.s and uh, i guess i haven't pulled any data on young males uh dating let alone mating um right which uh, mating uh, between a man and a woman is what produces an offspring which then increases our population by one in my case, you know, increase the population by four. 
in my family. Uh, so I haven't I haven't heard much about where the U.S. stands on that right now. But to Johnny's point, you certainly could offset a little bit your citizens not repopulating by, excuse me, having immigrants come in large numbers, right? I'm thinking, and I don't. I, I haven't seen a study on that. I, I think that Johnny is. Uh, I mean, there's a thought there. There's no doubt about it. I've never considered that, but uh, I mean, it from a black and white perspective, it makes sense. If your own citizens aren't uh, reproducing, then by bringing people in, you're keeping your uh, population up or growing it, and uh, certainly you would hope those people that come in. Offset the tax dollars lost. Um, do I think that's happening? No, I don't think that's happening. It would be interesting, I think, to find out, um, I guess, the tax basis for all the people that we let in and you know wh- where they fall out eventually. And I think that'd be very difficult because, let's be honest, I mean, you're tracking legal. Once people are legalized, right, they're taxed so to speak. If you were illegally here, which is what most people have a frustration with, um, I wouldn't I wouldn't think that you're paying too many taxes to the United States. So but interesting thought. There's always interesting stuff out there. Let me uh let me hit finish up on military inventions and then I'll come back and give you some numbers on where we're at uh with the border. The microwave. There you go. Did you know that scientists discovered in 1945 that radar transmitters used by the United States Army in World War II um, created heat? They they emitted enough heat in the form of, quote-unquote, microwaves. And uh, slowly but surely, within two years, they created the microwave oven. Now, I don't remember the microwave oven coming around commercially until about the 80s, but maybe I'm wrong on that. Um, The microwave has become a staple. And oh, by the way, folks, this this article is I am not smart enough to come up with this uh, is in Traveler magazine. Uh, That's where I'm getting this information. We talked about super glue. Without a doubt, Uh, frozen juice concentrate. There you go. The USDA and Florida Citrus Commission developed frozen juice concentrate for our military members in 1943. So there you go. You know, I don't see that too much anymore, but growing up, Johnny, in in my home, it was a staple to drop the, basically it looked like a pop can of juice concentrate into the jug and then put water in it and stir it up and there was your orange juice and, and whatever. Did you do that too growing I up? I never thought about that until you brought that up. Yeah. And I do remember once oh, yeah. upon a time where my parents... Oh, it's like every week. Well, they all were the time. Buying, yeah. I think that's like before juice was in every plastic bottle in the world now, you just bought a, uh, you bought a little frozen thing that looked like a pop can, although it was cardboard, and uh, you just dropped the juice in there and... Put water, and there you went. Yep. So, there you go. How about that? Cargo pants. Now, that makes sense, right? The British came up with that one in the 1930s. Um, 
You know, where would Jack Mitchell be without his Jack cargo shorts if the British hadn't come up with cargo pants back in the 1930s? Um, And certainly, they were worn by U.S. soldiers as well. And they did become commonplace in the 1990s, and now they're just a part of American culture. Now, here's one. Let's see, Johnny, if you can get the second to last one. Just what do you think is another invention the military oh, came up with? You should get this because it's totally your generational thing. Oh, and you got to get the call line. Oh, <laughs> You get the call line and I'll say it. Drones, folks. That should totally make drones. sense to everybody. Drones, yeah. Get the call line, Johnny, and I'll talk about drones. Uh, yeah, drones, I think everybody would go, yeah, that totally makes sense. Um, so the first drones were created uh, by the United States military. or. In military research and development. Here's the one that I actually worked with the guy uh, who helped invent this, and it was like his third job. He was actually a Green Beret, and we served in a secret compartmentalized information facility, those things that the president seemed and the vice president seemed to not be able to use. So, like, double locks, heavy doors, music on, so nobody could hear what we were saying, and then, you know, we didn't take any classified information out of those facilities. Anyway, spent a good two years with this gentleman in there, and in small talk, wouldn't you know, he helped develop the first digital camera. The first digital camera was developed during the Cold War in the 60s and 70s. Why? Well... It makes perfect sense, right? So the U.S. military could take high-resolution photos of enemy installations and weapons from both air and space. So the first digital camera was created by the United States military in the 60s and 70s. And as you know, all of us have digital, beautiful cameras starting around 2000 in our mobile phones. But he had a phenomenal story and actually had some pictures from the first digital camera and it was about the size of our studio here in klin it was really crazy and uh he was a great mentor a great american and uh that just always stuck with me that he had enough sense to be a a very seasoned green beret and 30 plus years service but also to have helped developed the first digital camera ever on this planet well there you go military inventions you didn't know the military invented Carl, welcome to Drive Time Lincoln. Carl, are you there? Yes, I am. Well, welcome to Drive Time Lincoln. Thank you very much. Yeah, I was just listening to some of your other callers and the, the gentleman that thought that uh, we need the population here. And and I hear a lot about the legal or the immigration system being broken and everything. We, we we already have laws on the books to bring people over here legally. The problem with that is that the system is overrun with illegal immigrants. I have family members that work for the federal government that work in immigration that who are who are adjudicators. I have uh, family members that are. Hispanic in origin, their parents came over here legally, worked for decades, raised their family, paid their taxes, and everything. And I, I just don't buy into the, 
the fact that we need to just open up our borders. We cannot be a sovereign country with an open border. I, I agree with you there. You can't just open your borders. You have to have legal immigration. Um, curious, do you think that, you know, it doesn't seem like they're going to change any of the existing laws to be more modern or efficient, um, you know, to take the influx of legal and i agree with you it gets log jammed do you think we need like a moratorium or a certain number that just says this is this is how many we can take each year well first thing we need to do is get control of our border well no doubt about that yeah get control of our border i mean we got to quit letting people in and they should have finished the wall whether they like it or not uh it's it's just a it's a vicious circle. You know, the Democrats get in there, bring them all in. We want the votes and everything like that. They want to let inmates vote. They want to let illegals vote. They want to do this. They, don't want, they want to do that. They want to harvest ballots. They, anything to stay in power. But the bottom line is, is until we control our borders, and we have a problem on the northern border now as well, so until we control our borders, we will never be a sovereign country again. And as far as the revenue, the tax dollars, we're not going to bring in more taxes when we just keep handing them. They come to the border, they hand them a cell phone, they set them up with some place to live. Who do you think is paying for that? Yeah, I wonder with all of this, how much is like sunk cost between the time somebody comes across the border illegally, let's just say and then magically they get citizenship, like how much we've already spent, right? And then how many years, you know, of tax revenue they generate, does that even pay itself off? I mean, my my guess is it's a sunk cost, period, end of story. Well, let's face it, there are those that cheat the system. Yeah. I know of uh, one person in particular, he he brought from Jane Custer, you know, family. He brought his mother over. She was here long enough to get Social Security, went back to Mexico. He went down to visit her. She passed away, and I'm pretty sure the the Social Security check or the, the whatever they were getting is probably still going to their house. <laughs> well, I appreciate the call, so, Carl. Good thoughts. All right. Have a good day. You bet. Yeah, I mean, the system is overwhelmed. Um, You really shouldn't have an issue with a border wall. I mean, a border wall just allows so many access points, and then, you know, that slows down people walking across. I mean, it's really a simple, common-sense thing, and I would have no issue with a border wall in the south or the north. Uh, Real quick, the numbers. Yep. Southwest border encounters increased to their highest recorded level in fiscal 2021, right? Oh, highest ever recorded, 1.6 million. That's up in just a few short years from 300,000. A record number of encounters in 2021 involved people from countries other than Mexico. Used to be Mexico was highest. Now, it's not. Unbelievable. Mexican numbers are down from about 
1.6 million in the 2000s to 600,000 20 years later. Uh, the encounter soared in 2021 for some countries that have not historically been common sources of migration at the U.S.-Mexican border. Ecuador, Brazil, Nicaragua, Venezuela, Haiti, Cuba. I mean, the, the Biden administration is breaking all kinds of records, folks, and encounters with single adults, families, and unaccompanied children all increased. All increased. Over a million single adults just walked into the United States. Want to be citizens with us, or do they? I don't know. We'll talk about that in a little more as we end the show. 1499 3 KLIN. You're getting the 411 from DTL with Commander Jack Riggins on 1499 3 KLIN. All right, folks. Uh, traffic alert uh, 2200 block of Vine Street. Uh, there's a fire call, so watch out for slowdowns there. LFR responding to the 2200 block of Vine Street. I used to live down by there, about 17th and Vine. Uh, back in the university days, uh, military inventions. Hope you learned something today. I I did. Didn't didn't know all of those, um, and uh, thought it was interesting uh, to have known somebody that helped uh, have served with somebody that helped create the digital camera. I always thought that was a funny story that nobody would care about, but uh, I decided because it was in an article, I'd talk to you about it. And then we talked about the border. Appreciate everybody that called in and texted in. Um, yeah, there's different thoughts on the border. It just frustrates me that it doesn't seem like people care. Um, and maybe that's because major news media doesn't cover it that much, nor do they cover the Ukrainian war that much. And so people just go about their business and don't think, what are the impacts on all of us? But uh, gave you some stats. I think this is final stat that would blow your mind. Uh, migrant encounters more than doubled in every sector along the U.S.-Mexican border in 2021. What does that mean? There's nine sectors and up five hundred nine percent up five hundred forty three percent up two hundred fifty six percent and around yuma up twelve hundred percent prior to that eight thousand people would show up there now a hundred and fourteen thousand think about that folks historic numbers of people coming across the border we've got to have a secure border we've got to do it all right, folks, uh, short drive time, Lincoln, tomorrow. And I think we've got a full show Wednesday. Suzanne Geist, running for mayor, will be on Friday. And Doug Fitch, uh, Thursday, Doug Fitzgerald will be in on Friday as I am taking off to Texas for a week. So he'll be covering all next week. Anyway, I'll see you tomorrow here on KLIN 1499.3.